Welcome to the She Illuminates the World podcast. This is your host, Jocelyn Resnick. This podcast is for mission-driven women and rising leaders who are ready to shine their light and play big in the world. All right. So welcome back to the She Illuminates the World podcast. I am so excited for you to join me for this conversation with myself on what is a very important topic. And I feel so called to share this particular episode with you, which is going to be about shit that I dealt with in the coaching industry and just the trauma that I experienced from the spiritual self-help world. And I don't really have much of an agenda for this. So I am, I'm just going to talk and we are just going to see what flows through me. And I believe that whatever is meant to come through will come through. I also want to preface that this episode is probably going to resonate with many of you. You're going to be laughing probably because you can relate to what I'm about to say. And for others, you will probably feel incredibly triggered. Um, and know that if you are feeling incredibly triggered by what I'm about to say, that's okay. You have permission to turn this off at any time. Um, if it's not resonating, if it's not vibing, I mean, same for any other episode, you can leave. Um, and I will not be offended at all. And if you have questions, reach out. I mean, I get people reaching out to me all the time, uh, with questions. So I'm also open to questions and having conversations. I am not open to being attacked. Um, I am open to varying opinions, but like, if you feel called to, to talk more about it, um, let's talk because this is important. It's really important, which is why I'm doing this episode. And I decided this morning that I wanted a podcast episode on trauma from the coaching industry. So let's dive right in there. Um, so I guess I'll start out with a lighter topic, which is diet culture. Um, so when I first started my coaching training in 2019, I was pretty much recovered from my eating disorder. And I knew that any coaching training that I went into was going to have a lot of diet culture, weight loss crap in it, because like, that's the wellness industry and the wellness industry. It's, it's a hot fucking mess. So I knew that I was going to be hearing about clean eating and weight loss and whatnot, like all the time. But, oh my God, like <laughs> you are not prepared for the amount of fat phobia that you see in the coaching world. And like just the amount of people that have zero concept of health at every size and the social justice component to weight and health and BMI. And like, I just saw 
so many posts in our Facebook groups about like what I knew to be an eating disorder. Like to me, it was a no brainer. Like your fucking client has an eating disorder, like no shit. And like, and then people would comment on these posts with like advice and, and these are not medical professionals either. And the best one that I ever saw was (laughs) this man, this, this client was eating throughout the night. Um, and somebody commented on the post saying that maybe your client has a parasite. And I was like, oh, MG, like your client does not have a parasite. Your client has trauma. They have a mental illness. (laughs) Like I, I just, I can't, I can't. And then, you know, at the time I was so deep in my overgiving and feeling like I needed to take on diet culture by myself and needed to educate these people. And so I would just burn out. Like I would burn out reading this stuff and commenting on it and then feeling absolutely helpless because of course I don't have the capacity to deal with this shit. Like if you want my advice, you, you got to pay me, you got to pay me for my expertise. But I saw this everywhere, literally everywhere, every Facebook group that I was in, oh my gosh, so much diabetes, this, that weight loss, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like eating disorder, eating disorder, eating disorder, eating disorder, eating disorder. And then the training that I went through was huge, like tons. They were just like pumping out coaches and it it killed me seeing the training that was like, like the, the actual training itself had all these issues in it. Um, and it's been so long. Like, I don't even remember the specifics, but it's like, you just see all these problems, um, coming from the training and you're a client, like you're a participant. So like you're a participant, just like everybody else. And so it is this feeling of hopelessness. And like, I, I can't really do anything because like, I'm not in a leadership role. I mean, I can speak truth. I can call it out with the people that come to me, but that's about it. And, um, you know, looking back, it's, that's okay. Like that's enough to, to just disagree and you don't have to change the whole system. Um, and I know it, it's, it's awful. Like it really is awful, but just because you're not the owner or the trainer or the coach or the therapist or what, whatever it is, the teacher, the principal, the Dean, you know, doesn't mean that you're wrong and they're right. Like, just because they're in the leadership role, that doesn't mean that they know more than you. And, and I've seen it play out. Like, I kid you not. I mean, it's through my life. I have seen it play out where I saw the ignorance early on. And now I'm like, oh yeah, I was right the whole time. So like, if, if you know something in your bones and you disagree with it, like trust yourself. And even if you can't do anything about it, you're in a position where you can't do much about it. Just trust that the universe will blow it up in their face because the universe never fails. Um, And yeah, (laughs) the universe never fails, never disappoints. So don't you worry if somebody else is saying something that is blatantly wrong and you know that they are blatantly wrong, but they refuse to listen to you. Just know that it will blow up in their face until they learn the lesson. And so you just can like sit back with your popcorn and enjoy the show. So yes, that's my diet culture spiel. So moving right along. Okay, let's talk about money. Let's talk about money and the coaching world. Um, 
Yeah. So coaches typically charge a, a fair amount of money for their work. And some of us are really, really good. Like some of us are really fucking good at our jobs and we deserve to be paid. Like we really, really do. We deserve to be paid. I mean, we're helping you with your mental health. We're helping you with your life. Like we're going to charge a lot of money for that because we've trained. I mean, we've invested so much money in ourselves. I mean, I've, I've spent close to $50,000 in the past two years on my coaching and therapy, um, on my training and my inner healing. So I am going to charge my clients a fair amount of money because like, I have so much experience. I have a master's degree. I have lived experience. Like I am going to charge a fair amount, but like the coaching world will be like, oh yeah, like everybody can pay. And, um, you know, if they want it, they'll pay for it. And like, yes. And like, there is more to this conversation than just like, if you want it, you'll pay for it. And like, you have to address systems of oppression. Like you absolutely have to address that money is not the same for everyone. Like for some people, it's much easier to access money than others. Like if you are an ignorant, mediocre white male, it's a lot easier to make money than if you are a marginalized black woman. Like, okay, let's just be real here. Um, like this is a thing and, and we need to be aware of that and acknowledge like there is privilege. There is privilege. And then I do agree that if you want it, you will get it and you'll make it happen. Like, I really do believe that to be true. And usually when potential clients say that they can't afford it, like they think it's about the money, but like it, it usually isn't about the money. And I've have enough experience of my own to understand that because I have invested in a lot of programs where I, I really didn't have the money, but like I took out credit card debt. Um, or I borrowed from family and um, like I was able to finance what I wanted to finance because I believed in it so much. So I, I really do believe when something is aligned, like the universe will show you the money, like it will show you the money that you don't think that you have. And when we say like, oh, I can't afford it. A lot of times it's just not the right match. Like it's just not the ener the right energetic fit. Like, you know, maybe we do want it. Maybe we don't. I don't know, some of you might disagree with me here, but from my experience, like money, money's an interesting topic, but I, I just think that we are doing ourselves a disservice to not recognize systems of oppression and privilege. And like, not everybody has $10,000 sitting in the bank. You know, like some of us have to work very, very hard to finance a coaching program. Like it's, it's not so easy. Um, and like, I think people just think, oh yeah, you have the money. Like it's just in your bank account. Like it's easy, blah, blah, blah. They like blame you. Like if you can't invest or you don't want to invest, um, you're the problem. Like it's your fault that you're not investing in this program or blah, blah, blah. You need a coach. If you're not getting results, it's because like you, um, you don't have enough coaches or like, if you just buy this program, then you'll make money. If you just buy this program, then you'll have the sale. If you just buy this program, then you'll lose the weight. Oh, that's my favorite. Like, oh yeah. Like I'm a weight loss coach. I'm going to help you lose 20 pounds. Like, okay. If you, uh, if you know anything about weight loss, like there is no coach therapist, doctor in the entire world that can promise you weight loss. The only person that knows what, where your weight is comfortable is you. That's your body. Your body has a set point of what is a comfortable weight and where it wants to be to be healthy. And like no external force can like tell you 
or promise you losing weight. The same is true for money. Like no coach can tell you that you're going to make X amount of money in X amount of time. They don't fucking know. Like the only person who can determine how much money you're going to make and what's safe for you is you. It's seriously, it's you. So like stop externally sourcing your power. I mean, a coach should be there to empower you to make your own choices, to trust yourself, to make your own decisions, to really lean into those inner voices. That's what we're here for. We're here to empower you to believe in yourself. We hold the space for you. We validate what you say. We can see things that you might not see, but like, we don't tell you what to do. Like we don't make these false promises. And this is something I've run into is false promises. Like, oh, if you do this program, then we're going to fix all of your money blocks. And like, you're going to, you know, make X amount of money and X amount of time and whatnot. And like, that's bullshit. Like it's, it's, it's just bullshit. And I, I believe in financial abundance and I believe that it's possible. And I believe that it's possible for everyone. Um, but for me to tell you that you're going to do that in my 90 day program, that's crap. And then for me to tell you that like everything that you've done before didn't work because of X, Y, Z is also crap. I mean, everything that you have done up until this moment in time has prepared you for the next step. And when I reflect back on my career, um, I credit everything that I have done. I don't credit one program or one coach or one therapist or one mentor. I mean, the results that I have today are 29 years of accumulation of believing in myself, of building self-confidence, of my master's degree, of my coaching, my training, my trauma circles, my therapy, my support groups, the self-help books that I've read, all of that contributes to where you are right now. It's not like, oh, this worked, but that didn't, and that worked, and this one program kind of opened up the floodgates. Like, please, please, everything is building on the next. And you, you do not owe your success to one person. Yes, there are people who help you get to where you are at. You should absolutely appreciate and thank those people. But ultimately, you are the one doing the work. Okay, clearly. <sighs> lots, lots there. Um, okay, the next, this is my favorite. So we go into coach training, right? And they're like, oh, like we hold ourselves back by these limiting beliefs. Like I'm not enough or I'm not worthy or I'm not good enough. And we learn these things very early on in life, like from the age zero to five, you know, maybe our mom uh, picked up the phone when we were crying and therefore we don't believe that we're a priority, right? So like this, this is the fucking shit that I learned um, in my coach training of like, I got fucked up from age zero to five because I didn't have my needs net. Okay, here's the thing. All of these beliefs, not enough, not worthy, not a priority not smart, not this, not that. These are patriarchal beliefs that are designed to keep you small. They are not because your mother picked up the phone when you were crying when you were two years old. Like these are beliefs that are built in oppression and they go back centuries and their ancestral wounds and collective trauma it is so multifaceted. And if you believe that you just decided that you are not enough based on like, maybe you didn't make the soccer team in like fourth grade, like that is so naive, 
so freaking naive. Like all of this shit comes from the patriarchy. And there are coaches that have said to me that they don't believe that the patriarchy is real, blah, 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 blah. Like la-di-da, we don't live in patriarchy. What are you talking about, Jocelyn? And like, I'm sorry, like, just fuck that. (laughs) You are so ignorant, (laughs) so ignorant. Call me judgmental, I don't care call me all the things, call me judgmental. I'm not full of love and light, la, 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 whatever. Like, I'm just going to say it as it is. Like, I just don't care anymore, which is like the love and the light of be kind, accept everyone, la, la, la. Okay. Do you know how many coaches that I saw love and light, love and light, love and light, love and light. This is your tribe. This is your family. These are your sisters. These are your thriving sisters. I'm sorry, but like, you are not my thriving sister. If you are actively supporting Donald Trump, like if you are a conservative white person supporting Donald Trump and preaching love and light, like, please get away from me. And like, here's, here's where the line is. Like, I respect you as a human, Like, I respect you because, not sorry, I don't respect you, I accept you. This was recently brought to my attention, respect and accept, two different words. I accept you, I accept your humanity, I accept that you have imperfections and blind spots because supporting Donald Trump, choosing not to vote, that's also part of the oppression, Um, you know, and being left in the dark and like not being able to wake up to the injustice in the world and the bypassing, like that's actually part of the oppression. So I try to hold compassion. And at the same time, like, get away from me. (laughs) I just like, I can't have that energy in my life. And so this is where the boundary goes of like, if you are not open to learning about social justice, if you are not open to acknowledging your privilege, that's fine, but you can like stay over there. (laughs) You can stay in your bubble of ignorance. Um, And like, I will accept you as a human and whatnot, you know, and and I see you and I hold deep respect and like say lots of prayers, Um, but like, we're not friends. Like, we're not friends. We're not, you're not my client. And, and this is the thing, like, I'm not going to take people on that aren't really interested in learning. Like, these are not my clients and that's okay. They're not my clients. They can learn from somebody else. Like they'll wake up. They will wake up eventually because we will always wake up to the truth. Always. We will always wake up to the truth and we will do that on our own. I don't need to be a savior to those people. That's not my responsibility. It's just not. Um, yeah. So it's, it really is a lesson in boundaries and, and it's okay to polarize, right? We're like taught that polarizing is bad. It's bad, but like, no, it's actually not. Like sometimes when we polarize, we drive the haters out and we magnetize the people that really, really need us the most. And that's why I'm, I'm recording this podcast. Like this podcast is going to trigger people and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it triggering people because I know that some of you need to hear this so badly because you have this inner asshole, this inner bitch that is dying to come out, but doesn't feel like it can come out because you are taught that you need to be loving and full of light and full of compassion and accepting of everyone because that's what we need to do to heal the world. And like, yes, we do need to be compassionate and full of love and light and whatnot, but we also need to have a little bitch in us. 
Like we also do, we have a bitch in us. We have an inner asshole and these are parts of our humanity. And if anybody's like familiar with shadow work, shadow work changed my life. And if you're not familiar with shadow work, I have a podcast episode on shadow. So go back. Go back, listen to the podcast episode I did on Shadow with my friend Elise Reed. It is amazing. And you'll see that we have to own these parts of us that are labeled as bad. Being a bitch, being a narcissist, being an asshole, being sloppy, being dirty, being gross, being rude. It's all part of our humanity. Like we are all, all things. So of course you're resonating with me because there is a part of you that wants to hear this message so, so, so badly. So like, it's okay to be angry. It's okay to be a bitch. It's okay to feel these things. You know, we're in a global collective trauma. We're in a pandemic that is a mess. It's a hot fucking mess. I mean, we had a president that was completely ignorant. Now the CDC can't make up its mind on quarantine guidelines. I mean, the world is a shit show. It is. And if you're loving and full of light through it all, then you are bypassing. You are doing what is called spiritual bypassing in which you avoid your negative emotions because you're supposed to be happy all the time. And what ends up happening is you stay frozen and you stay anxious and you end up having panic attacks (laughs) and overthinking everything. And like, it's totally okay to trigger people. It's okay for people not to like you. Like it, it is, it is okay. You are still worthy. You are still whole. Like you will not die. Your brain thinks that you are going to die because centuries ago, if you spoke out, if you got angry, they literally would burn you at the stake. This is what they did. They did this to women. They did this to people of color, marginalized groups. They literally killed us. So our bodies are still holding on to those traumatic memories from the past. So yes, it feels very, very triggering to own these darker shadows, but acknowledge that these shadows are part of you and they're there to keep you safe. And in the year 2022, because that's what we're going into 2022, it's okay to be a bitch sometimes. <laughs> like it's okay. It, it really is. It's okay to be a narcissist. Like, you know, we, we need to be a little bit of a narcissist sometimes, right? Like we're told like ego, ego actually gets put in shadow of like, that's bad. Put others, put others, put others. But when we're constantly putting others first, we become an empathetic uh, people pleaser that overgives until they have absolutely nothing left and they're completely burnt out. And like, that's not fun. I mean, I, I know what that's like. So bypassing is a huge thing. Like we need to feel, we need to get angry. We need to rage. We have to learn how to stand up for ourselves. We have to learn that we are worthy, that we are deserving of more. Like we have to learn how to stand our ground. And, um, and we got to lean in. Like when it comes to privilege, we have to lean in. And okay, this is really, really important. And I know this firsthand, but because I'm, I'm a white woman, I am a white woman. I am from an upper middle-class neighborhood. I am well-educated. I have my master's degree. Like I, I have a lot of privilege. 
And for a really, really, really long time, I felt like I could not put myself first because other people had it worst. Other people had less than me. And I felt like I needed to overgive because I had so much and I had so much privilege and I didn't deserve to like go to therapy and pay for therapy because so many people had it, had it worse than me. And, um, and that belief system does not heal oppression. That does not help anyone. You refusing to get help because of your privilege, because you feel bad, or you overgiving because you feel bad about your privilege, that does not dismantle oppression. And if you feel that way, I'm not judging you because I did all of this. Like, seriously, I did all of this. Um, oh, I need to take a deep breath. <laughs> Just going so fast. <sighs> but if you have the resources, your job is to lean in and to do the work and to take advantage of those resources and the privilege that you have with gratitude. Drop the guilt, keep the gratitude, acknowledge it. Because when you do the deeper work and when you invest in yourself, it actually has a ripple effect that impacts everybody around you. And so you impact everybody else, like all of your friends, family members who quote unquote, have it worse or less than all this other stuff. Like they are impacted by you using your privilege to do the deeper work and to heal, um, and to invest the money into, into the higher good. So don't feel bad about your privilege. Feel grateful for your privilege and fucking use it and own it. Like seriously. Oh my gosh. I can't even tell you how much of a difference it makes when you lean into your privilege and you empower other people, you lift other people. You don't overgive to them. You don't because when you overgive, you enable you, you want to stand your ground, keep your boundaries and empower empower, empower them to invest in themselves, empower them to do the work, empower them to learn, empower them to listen to this podcast. This podcast is a free gift that I give to the world. I do not charge for it. Um, I charge for private coaching. I charge for workshops. I charge for all of that because I have training and I want to send the message to my clients. I charge for my work. You charge for your work too. This is economic empowerment. I don't overgive. There are things that I will give for free. My Instagram account, free. Podcast, free. Every so often, I'll do a free masterclass um, or a very low-cost masterclass. Like, there are things that I am willing to do for free, and there are things that I'm not, which creates accessibility. Um, but again, like, if I go broke, I can't help anybody. Like, I literally cannot help anybody if I go broke. So I have to charge. I have to put myself first sometimes. And putting myself first also allows me to fend off all the haters because you can't please everyone. And if you think that you can please everyone, then you're naive because you can't. And I know that we want to. And I know that I get very triggered when people unfollow me or unfriend me or whatnot. And I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I know that it's not personal, but my body still, it's still goes into a fight or flight because as I said, we have all of this trauma around rejection equaling death because it really did. Um, centuries ago when a lot of us still have that trauma pattern because of the way epigenetics work. And if, if you want to know more about trauma um, and oppression, 
I also have a, a episode on trauma and the patriarchy. So go, go listen to that one. Um, all right. Have I covered everything? Hmm. I think that is about it. I'm trying to think if there's anything else coming up. I mean, I think what I'll leave you with is stand up for yourself. Seriously, like if things are not working out the way that you want them to, there is a way to stand up for yourself with respect. Like if you see ignorance, if you see bypassing, if you see like diet culture posts and whatnot, like just know that you have a voice. Like you really do. You have a voice and your voice matters. And I know that there's probably a million voices in your head that is telling you that it's not valid and, oh, but it really is your fault. And you're probably building a whole case with all the evidence why if you speak up, they're going to retaliate and blah, blah, blah. And retaliation is real sometimes. And sometimes we just make it up in our heads, but like, please know that you have power. Like you really do. You do have power, even if you don't think so. Like your voice really, it really, really does matter. And like practice standing up for yourself and you can do it in low stakes environments in the beginning. And then you build up, you build that muscle. But I've gotten to the point, like if you waste my time, I'm calling you out on it. Like (laughs) you show up like 15 minutes late to like a 30 minute Zoom call. Like, yeah. Um, like I'm going to call you out. Like if, if you have an agenda, if you're trying to sell to me and you're not actually listening to my needs and what I truly want, and you're just trying to sell me your next program, like I am going to call you out on that too. I am going to call you out on that. It's my job to call people out on their blind spots because when I call this shit out, it sends a message to the world that that is not okay. Now, I also do in a preface that I call things out when I am in a safe environment and I know that my opinion is going to be heard. Like, you know, don't just call out the random coach on Instagram if you don't know that person. That's not your place. It's not your place. But it, if it is your place and like somebody came to you and they, they stepped on a boundary, like you absolutely have permission to stand your ground and you can do it in a way that is kind and compassionate. You do not have to attack. You don't attack. You don't yell at them. You don't attack. You don't call names. You just say, hey, I felt very disrespected when X, Y, and Z happened. Or like, hey, like this wasn't cool. You know, like you can, you can say it in a way that is human, that respects that the other person isn't perfect because we are not perfect. I am not perfect. Like that is my one guarantee to you. I am not perfect at all. I am figuring out the shit show of life just as the rest of you are. I am not better than anybody listening to this. You might disagree with me. Okay. Trust your body. Trust your body. I mean, I'm sure I'm going to listen to this podcast again in maybe a year from now or so on. And I'm going to disagree with things that I'm saying now. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe some things, maybe not everything because we're evolving. Like we are, we are constantly evolving and that's part of the human experience. So like, you know, as much as 
as much frustration I have from like my past coaches and coaching programs, I also see them as imperfect humans. And I know that they are going to learn. And I love those individuals. I really do. I am frustrated. I'm full of rage at times, but like, I really do. I, I, I love them. Um, the ones that are learning and that are growing and that are listening not everyone, <laughs> some people I could do without, but like, you know, it's, but you do, you learn to accept the imperfections and that it's not your job to like teach everyone. It's your job to stand up for yourself, but it's not your job to do the educating. Like when somebody wants to learn, they will learn. And like, I swear to God, if I knew all of this two years ago, my life would have been so much easier, so much easier if I just really allowed myself to just trust myself and just take what I needed and leave the rest behind and just not get, not worry about it or anything. Just let it go. Just let it slide off. Like I just, I would have moved through it so much faster. And, and I still think I moved through it pretty quickly because I'm really good when I get triggered or frustrated, I seek out help immediately. Um, so I think I did move through a lot very, very quickly, but I just wish that I could have listened to this podcast episode like a few years ago. I just think that it would have been really, really helpful because I dealt with a lot of shit. I really did. I dealt with putting people on pedestals that never belonged on pedestals because they had more clients and they were making more money, blah, blah, blah. And so like, I saw them as better than me and experts and like, now I'm like, Psh. I'm like not intimidated anymore. I'm like, okay, so you're burnt out. You're working a thousand hours. Like, you know, like you get off the pedestal, <laughs> get off the pedestal. Like we're all human. Um, you know, just because maybe you're in an associate role or a coordinator role, like that doesn't mean that you're not an expert. We, we are all experts in our own way. Like we all have this wisdom, this knowledge uh, that needs to be shared. And there, every single person that's listening to me right now has something that I don't know. Like they have this level of skills and strengths that like, I don't have, um, I can't do everything. Like I could tell you that right now. Um, but like, that is what makes the world so great is that we are all different and that we all have these strengths. And so just know, like you get to own your expertise and nobody gets to belittle that or take that away for you, from you or make you feel that you're less than or less than or that like you're not enough. I mean, you are enough no matter what. And, and if a, a coaching training or a therapy session or a classroom, it doesn't feel safe, like leave. If they're not listening to you, you're standing up for yourself and they're not listening to you, exit, leave. Like you don't belong in that space. And um. And a lot of times oh, I don't have the money to leave. Like, okay, being in a space that is not safe is way too expensive. Like it is way too expensive. And like, I don't care if you have to break a lease, like breaking a lease is going to save you so much time and energy than like trying to save a little bit of money, but dealing with like a toxic environment. Like you, you can leave and, and maybe leaving is extreme, but seek out therapy. Like you owe yourself that you owe yourself therapy or help, because if you don't get that help, it's going to stay. You're not going to break out of the pattern. Like you're going to keep repeating the pattern over 
and over and over again. So you got to learn to set your boundaries. Um, and you, you got to learn when enough is enough. And, and you know that once you set those boundaries, you stop attracting it. Um, so like I dealt with a lot of shit in the coaching world. I really did. Um, and I will never attract that same shit again, because I can sense it right away. Like when something is off, I can sense it and, and I will just cancel. No, thank you. Bye. This consult's not going to work for me. Like my body senses it because I already dealt with it. And I mean, I, I have had situations where, where like, I was supposed to have like a, a coffee meeting with a potential business partner. And the night before I have like a literal stomach ache and I can't sleep. And I'm like, all right, I got to cancel this. And um, yeah, like it was my body telling me, do not meet this person. They are not good. They are not good for you. And driving out that energy. And um, so often we like take it as rejection, but it's actually like protection. Um, like somebody cancels or that I've had so many meetings get canceled out of nowhere. And it's, we think, oh, we're not good enough. Our default response is I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. But like, what if that's actually the universe protecting you from something that isn't healthy? We don't look at it that way or like redirecting you to something so much better. You know, we just, we don't look at things that way. We are rejection, rejection, rejection. We're wired for lack. We're wired for fear. So yeah, on that note, <laughs> I'm out of breath. Um, I'm going to stop talking. I mean, maybe I'll do a part two if more comes up because there's always more, um, especially on the coaching world. <laughs> but, but also I do want to say that I love coaches. I think that coaches are incredible. I think that we change lives. Like, don't get me wrong. Coaching, phenomenal. Like, so important. It's really just about finding the right person. Like, finding the person that's an energetic match for you and your needs. And you'll know. Like, your body will know. Like, I want to work with Jocelyn. Like, you'll know. Like, you'll know if I'm resonating, if I'm speaking to your soul. And if I'm speaking to your soul, call me. Send me a DM. Book a consult. Let's freaking talk. I want to hear about you. Because usually if you're being called to me, then there is something about you that I want to work with, that I want to hear. Um, because my clients teach me. I don't, I don't just help clients. Like, you help me too. So if you're feeling drawn to me and my energy please send me a DM and let's get this party going because we, we create massive impact in the world. Like my clients are freaking phenomenal. Like my clients, <laughs> you're a big deal. I, I don't work with everybody for a reason. I work with the women that want to change the world. Um, so yeah. So if that's you, if you, if you really do want to change the world and you're just held back by these inner voices of self-doubt and body shame and whatnot, please send me a DM. And, and I do a console and we get to explore for an energetic fit for each other. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. It's never personal. Um, but let's at least have that conversation. And if you're listening to this and you already have a coach or you already have a therapist, amazing. Oh, uh, freaking amazing. Amazing. Um, that's great too. And just find that person that vibes with you, that resonates, uh, because there's so much power in these types of relationships. So on that note, would love to hear your feedback. 
<laughs> send me a DM. <laughs> We'd love to hear what comes up. Um, if you have any questions or whatnot, this was so much fun. I really enjoyed recording this episode and I will see you all or hear you all or be with you all <laughs> very soon. So many more episodes coming in 2022. I cannot wait. If you love what you heard, go ahead and give this podcast a follow. I would love to hear from you. So head on over to Instagram and send me a message at Jocelyn underscore Resnick with all of your ahas, insights, and inspirations. Thanks for listening.